You're listening to the Nutrition Awareness Podcast, where we firmly believe food should fuel your life, not restrict it. Each week, one of our registered dietitian nutritionists will motivate and educate you with accurate and reliable nutrition information to help you achieve your health goals using food. Whether you struggle with yo-yo dieting, weight loss, portion control, or simply just understanding the right eating patterns to get real, lasting results, you're in the right place. I'm Dietitian Kate, nutrition expert, ex-cardio bunny turned barbell junkie, and your host for today's episode. Are you ready to dive in? How come it is so much easier to overeat when you're feeling stressed as compared to when you're feeling content and happy? I'm going to answer that question in today's episode, as well as give you some strategies to help you reduce that urge to eat in times of emotional stress. See, the desire to eat when you're feeling overwhelmed or anxious is actually a neurological reaction to stress. You might have this reaction because you learned it in childhood or earlier in your life as a way to manage the stress. This response could be learned from a parent, or maybe it's learned from past experiences where you weren't feeling very content in your life. There was something going on in your life that was causing you emotional stress and food was just an easy way to cope. You probably have recognized that when you eat, that moment of putting food into your body is quite pleasurable And it doesn't make you think about whatever it is that's causing you stress. It's a distraction. But you probably also have realized that it's a short-term way to manage stress, right? The feeling after a binge is not nearly as great as the feeling you get during that binge or when you're overeating. You may experience guilt after an episode or even physical discomfort as a result of overconsuming, but the thing that most people definitely feel every single time after an episode of overeating is more or continued stress. See, eating does not solve the problem. And honestly, it makes things worse in the long run. You may feel even more stressed than you did before turning to food because the act of overeating is distressing in itself, especially if you're actively trying to reduce how often you turn to food and stress. The worst part about this is that you probably know all this, right? You've recognized this in yourself and you know in your conscious or in your rational brain that eating isn't going to solve your problems, that it's not going to make you feel any better, that it's not going to dissolve all of the stress or emotions that you're feeling. But your subconscious, or some people call it your lizard brain, still drives you to binge. In that moment of stress or emotional trauma, you still have this urge to binge that is so hard to ignore. I mean, think back to the last time you binged on sugar or carbohydrates, chips, when you were feeling stressed out. You probably don't remember taking a step back and thinking logically at all because you were in the midst of that anxiety. So your body just did what it always does, and that's to eat. It's that reaction to stress that you've learned over time. It was automatic, and it was coming from your lower brain, that lizard brain. 
if you are listening to this and you are like, yeah, that's me. I have the urge to eat and I feel like I can't even control it despite thinking about how badly I want to stop overeating the other 23 and a half hours of a day. When that moment hits, it's like this compulsion, this urge to just stuff your face even though you don't want to. If that's you, you're not alone. There is a neurological explanation to why you feel so out of control when you have that urge to binge. When humans are under stress, the part of our brains that drive us to be in control of ourselves is simply less efficient. It is much harder to tap into that willpower when we're feeling frazzled and panicked. This is kind of a survival mechanism. I mean, think about it. In a state of stress, you act on instinct. You tap into that fight or flight mode. You feel less able to act in the ways that you desire. In this case, not eating and to cope with stress proactively. When you stress eat, it's because your brain was in a position that would force you to put in more effort to dismiss the urge to binge and you just weren't able to channel it in that moment in time. That's okay. My goal for you is to start to recognize that it's not actually the stress that's making you eat. It's your reaction to the stress, aka the overeating itself. We should also acknowledge that the notion that most stress-induced binges occur in the later part of the day is quite common. In fact, one of my clients, we'll call her Daisy, she told me this on a message. She said, I have struggled with binge eating since I was a child. It's the worst when I'm overwhelmed with too many responsibilities, and it's usually at night. In fact, I wake up in the morning and I feel great, but by the end of the day, I'm out of control again. This is not uncommon for emotional eaters or for people in general. Just as stress inhibits our ability to make controlled effort decisions to stop eating, so does mental exhaustion. Every little tiny decision you make during the day pulls energy from your, let's call it your mental energy bank. Things like answering emails, making calls, deciding where to go for lunch and where to sit and what to order. Those things all add up during the day and it drains you. That's why sitting in front of a computer, even if you have a desk job and don't move during the day very often, can still feel draining. And when you get home from work, you just feel like toast. So consider this, by the end of the day, if you are tired and you're stressed, that's a double whammy. It makes a lot of sense why it's hard to control that urge to binge at night when you get home, when you're stressed. So what can you do? If this is you and you recognize, okay, I am a stress eater and I typically do it in the evening or maybe you do it later in the day, maybe it's at 3 or 4 p.m., here are some practical strategies. I want you first to shift your goal. Your goal should not simply be to eat less. So many times I have clients who think the answer is to just not eat. They're like, well, you know, if I overeat at night, then I need to eat less during the day, or I need to remove the junk food from my house. But 
this always backfires. Either they end up overeating whatever they can find, or even if they're not even stressed or tired, they're hungry from skipping calories throughout the day, and they're feeling undernourished, so their body drives them to overconsume simple carbohydrates. So completely shake the idea that you need to eat less to overcome your binge eating or stress eating struggles. I want you instead to think I should stress less so I eat less. Your goal should be to stress less so you eat less. See, less stress equals putting your brain in a state where you have more self-control around food, including what kind of food you eat and how much food you eat. Here are a few options to help you quit stress eating. First, eliminate all the unnecessary stress in your life. Stress will always be present, but the less you experience, the better. It would be ignorant for me to say, just don't stress at all. (laughs) Stress is a good thing because it motivates us to get things that we need to get done, done right. So if you didn't have the stress of getting to work, then who knows if you'd actually get to work and be able to contribute to society, pay your bills, etc., A little bit of stress is important and vital. But are there things in your life that you simply can't control that you're stressing over? Do you get stressed out over every little mishap or thing in your day that's out of your control? If so, take some time to eliminate those stresses if possible. And if you can't eliminate them, here's my second tip. Proactively manage the stress. If eating right now is your only stress-reducing technique, you need to reevaluate. There's got to be other things in your life that help you manage stress. Some ideas include taking up some kind of physical activity and prioritizing it, treating it like a prescription to your binge eating. Don't choose a physical activity that you hate. If you hate running, I don't want you to run. (laughs) But if you like a certain fitness class or you like walking outside or if you like strength training or yoga, whatever it is, do something and treat it like a prescription. Do something restorative that makes you happy and doesn't make you stressed. This is a great way to release some built-up anxiety and help you clear your head. That way, you feel more at peace around food. There's other ways to proactively manage stress, which is to anticipate the kinds of things that make you feel stressed on your day-to-day life and work to cope with them immediately when they happen or change your reaction. So if you have a coworker who consistently makes you feel stressed, change your mindset around those coworkers' behaviors. Instead of getting worked up about what they're doing or what they're saying, channel your focus on how can I better react to make the situation better? Does being passive aggressive help the situation? Does going behind their back and venting to a coworker make it better or worse? Does fighting back make it better or worse? Probably not. So how can you eliminate the stress, clear the waters with this coworker, or better react? Sounds kind of silly coming from a dietitian podcast, but I hope you're picking up what I'm putting down and and realizing that these little day-to-day stresses impact the food decisions that you make later in the day. In a similar vein, I want you to start to put in place other easy or effortless reactions to stress that don't involve food or alcohol. See, We turn to food because it's easy, it's quick. 
Many of us learned to cope with our emotions as children with food because it was easily accessible to us as kids. It's something that kids could just grab and do and didn't take any kind of real thought. It's a very innocent way to cope with emotions. So you need to start swapping out that habit of eating with something else that's effortless, that you don't have to channel or muster up any more energy to do because that would defeat the purpose, right? Especially if we realize that when we're under states of stress, it's harder for us to muster up the energy to do something proactive. Some ideas could be taking deep belly breaths, just walking outside and being in the sunshine, texting a friend, somebody that you can confide in that doesn't make you feel stressed out, or any other ways that just help you feel more grounded. I really want to point out that stress reduction is a skill. And like all skills, it's going to take some time and practice to master. But once you do, you'll be able to channel more control over your urge to binge and break free from the cycle of emotional eating. I also want to point out another huge component to overcoming emotional eating, and that is your diet as a whole. If you don't know, I'm a registered dietitian, and I help people achieve their health goals, lose weight, and overcome emotional eating using personalized nutrition. So if you're not eating balanced meals throughout the day, if you're not giving your body what it needs, then you're putting yourself in a position to overeat, regardless of your stress level. If you start your day off with refined sugars and carbohydrates, and you're not eating enough fiber, protein, or healthy fats, you're going to feel hungry. It's a physiological response to overeat when your body is undernourished. If you really need help figuring out the perfect eating and diet plan to help you reach your weight loss goals and overcome emotional eating, DM me at nutrition.awareness. I'll link that Instagram handle below. You can also email me. I'll link that below as well. It's kait at orlandodietitian.com. I'll help you get to where you need to be using nutrition and lifestyle. I also want to encourage you to make sure you're getting adequate sleep. If you aren't getting seven to nine hours of quality, restful sleep every single night, you are putting yourself in a position to overeat. Like we talked about earlier, if you're mentally drained, if you're tired, you are less likely to make healthful decisions. You're more likely to overeat. Studies prove it. Prioritize sleep along with stress management and your diet. See if there are ways in your day that you can make less decisions. So you're not pulling from that mental energy bank that we talked about earlier. Are there tasks in your day at work or at home that you can delegate? Make sure you're not overbooking yourself either. If your calendar or agenda is back-to-back with stressful meetings, calls, to-do list items, whatever fills your day, you got to take a step back. That's no way to live. If it's hurting you more than it's helping you, See where you can remove some of those unnecessary things you're putting on your to-do list. And finally, begin to eliminate those unnecessary things in your day that drain your mental energy bank. My favorite example is looking at social media. Simply looking through a social media platform throughout your day is exhausting because all of this information and data is just being thrown up on you from your screen And it can take mental energy away from you. So conserve how much time you're spending on social media and try not to look at things that stress you out, of course. Also, integrate routines into your day where you don't have to think about things. 
A lot of people have morning and nighttime routines that help them prepare for the next day, and they're just things that they automatically do out of habit. It really helps sustain that mental energy. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Remember, you're not a stress eater. Remove that from your identity. You're not a stress eater. You're somebody who is eating in response to stress. It's a neurological reaction. And for some reason, it just so happens to be yours. Other people might drink. Other people might smoke cigarettes. Other people might sit in front of a TV and glaze over for hours as a mode of escape. Yours just happens to be food. When you can remove that urge to binge as a reaction to stress by better managing the stress and becoming more self-aware of your brain's instinct, the less frequent or dramatic your binges will be. I hope this episode was helpful. And again, please reach out to me on Instagram at, at nutrition.awareness or give me an email at kate at orlandodietitian.com if you want more information on how to work with me and achieve your weight loss and health goals and overcome emotional eating once and for all. Thank you for listening. I hope this episode was helpful. For topic requests or to apply to be a featured guest, please email kate at orlandodietitian.com. Want more nutrition awareness? Check out our blog for recipes, nutrition tips and tricks, as well as product recommendations. Our website is www.orlandodietitian.com. Dietitian is spelled D-I-E-T-I-T-I-A-N. This has been Dietitian Kate, and until next time, keep it real and keep it healthy.